Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 183, Does It Really Have to Be That Hard? <laughs> this one, uh, this one's written by a technician. It's in a, um, a trade magazine article that I read. And the reason I'm going to go ahead and make this into a podcast is that it's gonna, he's going to talk about something that would seem simple. It's a simple thing to do as far as it should be anyway, and that is he's going to be replacing a brake light bulb. But yet, uh, as he writes in the story, um, <clears throat> this particular car was not exactly engineered for ease of replacement in that one thing. So it's kind of a story of what he's going through to replace something as simple as a brake light bulb. Okay. Uh, a couple quick commercials, as usual, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad's Motorworks. Uh, yeah, Brad's Motorworks. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. Um, this is from a, a magazine called Tech Shop. As I said, it's a trade magazine. And the author is Eric Garb. I'm assuming it's Garb, not Garby. So, um, but I thought it was going to be an interesting one. It gives you a little bit of a insight into what sometimes we as technicians have to go through to, uh, you know, do something what seems like it's simple, but yet not so much. Okay. So here we are, or here we go. I'm a stickler about the lights on a car. I think they should all work correctly all the time, especially the exterior lights. So I always check them with every vehicle service. During a recent inspection, I noted high mount brake light not working on the repair order of a late model sedan and based on the age of the car, assumed it just needed a bulb. Even though I'm cautious of assumptions, I was comfortable making this one and it turns out I was correct. It's the assumption that it would be easy to replace that bit me in the, well, you know. A quick look in the trunk underneath the package tray revealed no easy access to the bulb, so my next thought was to look for release tabs to slide the housing, the lamp housing off from the inside. There was nothing there either, so it was off to the service information. Although usually detailed, both of my primary resources told me nothing more than to remove the package tray, and the extent of the instructions were to remove the screws on the front and simply slide it out, which I which I might add didn't work. Interior trim removal procedures were also sparse, so figuring out the, the package tray was my problem. With the screws removed, the package tray went nowhere, so another chip to the trunk was made to make sure I wasn't overlooking some easy but built-in access. There was a cutout where you could just reach and unplug the connector for the socket and you could see the socket, but it was far enough in and too tight of an area to allow R&R. That means removal and replacement there, folks. I felt as if it was a cruel prank from the engineer of this fine setup. The rear seat bolsters appeared to be holding the package tray from moving. The bolsters had to be unbolted for removal, which first required removing the rear seat cushion after, of course, hunting for the hidden retaining bolts that held it in place. Bolsters removed, the package tray still went nowhere, so it was off with the C-pillar trim, which turned out to be to hook into the package tray to keep them in place at the bottom. Next was pulling up on the retaining clips underneath the package tray and finally sliding it out. 
As I was reassembling the longest brake light bulb replacement in the world, I was hit with a recollection that I had run into this before, many years ago, but like a lot of us, it seems like sometimes I've forgotten more than I remember, or maybe I was blocking it out. The job really wasn't that hard, and if I had to do another one tomorrow, it would probably only be 7 to 10 minute to minutes tops. But seriously, should brake light bulbs really be that involved to replace? I've seen plenty of high-mount brake bulb housings that slide right off the package tray. Sure, it's all opportunity for us to make money, but I feel like lights are a safety item that should be easy for anyone to do. What makes it worse is it's easy to add a few extra bucks for a bulb. Rarely is a customer unhappy about that. But it's hard to add an extra 20 for replacement and just as hard to get them to approve it beforehand. Most people have the perception that bulbs are easy to replace, since they always used to be, and they're still taken aback by the associated labor costs these days. Don't get me started on headlights. The light was fixed. That's all that matters, and I found myself chuckling with the idea of finding the engineer who decided this was a good idea and stringing them up by their toes from the ceiling of the shop to wait while I replace the next one of these brake bulbs. Maybe they will make them a little easier to do next time. <laughs> so that was a quickie uh, as far as the story goes, but, uh, you know, based on that explanation that or description he just gave, it, yeah, he probably was working on that car for 10, 15, 20 minutes, and that may, that may not include the time he spent trying to gather the information that he couldn't find anyway, okay? So maybe this kind of sometimes starts to help explain why sometimes car repairs are not as easy or as inexpensive as one might think. Um, sometimes engineers do not necessarily, whether it be through cost savings or whatever the case may be, you know, they have, they have their own agenda and marketing has their agenda. And in the case of a brake light bulb, a high-mounted one like that, they may look at it as, you know, how often is this going to have to be replaced in the life of a car versus making it easy to get to versus cost. So uh, just, you know, things that uh, we as technicians have to go through. So I thought it was interesting. You know, I thought, well, I'll put that out there. And uh, maybe it gives a person a little bit more of an insight into the wonderful world of car repair and how you, you never really know what you're going to get up against because call, cars are all designed differently and made differently and so on and so forth. So hope you found it interesting. I appreciate you listening. And um, we'll, uh, there's plenty more out there uh, as far as the podcasts go. And uh, hopefully you're finding it uh, uh, worthwhile to listen to. And we go from there. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, have a great day and a fantastic week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.